been a long long time coming yeah anywho though <clears throat> what's up guys it's your girl taylor and it's your girl Ciara. and we're back with another episode of vitamelanin hello welcome to your weekly dose Woo! it's good to see you niggas again yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> Beside our craziness right now, um, our topic is actually something very responsible. So our topic is fiscal responsibility. We need to get our monies in order because it's almost summer and we need to be outside. So fiscal responsibility is what we're going to talk about this week. But before we get into that, Taylor, how has your week been? Uh, so <laughs> it's been pretty good, actually. Let me stop being facetious. Um I've had a pretty good week. I can't complain. Um, went to a ball, had a ball. Um, I've been really in my bag with these shows lately. So that's been pretty cool. Pretty dope. Um, making some extra money on the side. All of my audio equipment came in. So pretty soon y'all are going to see me do an unboxing video with the setup for the studio in the home. Granted, mm-hmm. don't nobody judge because it's still a work in progress. <laughs> however. As I like, you know, gather more monies. <laughs> I gather more materials. You also not gonna be there long, so this is kind of point. Yeah, I agree. But like, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm really excited. Um, it's been great. It's been going pretty good. You know, work still same old, same old shit. But, you know, <laughs> here nor there. <laughs> and you, Cece? Dang, what was I going to say? Oh, so- uh. It has been stressful, can't lie. But that's because I'm trying, well, not trying. I have a side business. So I am an entrepreneur. Don't know what possessed me to do that, like, legally, but whatever. So I'm just trying to get my stuff in order so that everything can go well next week. Well, tomorrow. So, yeah, i just been stressed. And I am trying to get my financials in order so this came at a perfect time so let's get into it i guess <laughs> i need to hear this shit too if we're gonna tear our ass it's mm-hmm. a new one baby mm-hmm. so it's time to pop this pill and get it started all right so <laughs> <laughs> my bad <laughs> we just have a couple of things actually like listed out but knowing us we'll probably be talking about a lot more um but the main points that we're gonna hit on is creating a budget or how to be fiscally responsible is creating a budget becoming financially literate because they do not teach us that in school which is should be the main point and three is improve your financial situation if possible because we know how different situations sometimes we just can't get out of it Especially if we're going to add on all of the stuff when it comes to us being black, there's a lot to go into. So just 
creating a budget, becoming financially literate, and improving financial situation. I will start first. So, this to be very good at budgeting. Very good at budgeting. Be very good at saving. When I was in college, I saved up money to buy a car, to pay for my own rent, uh, all that jazz. Now, I don't know what happened. Um, I just, I don't know what happened. But creating a budget, if I, how I first started creating a budget was like Excel templates. Um, because I'm very organized. So I'll just organize it myself or how I want to do it. Or I'll just use a template that I found online. Or I'll find one of Excel's like default templates because they do have default templates for creating a budget. And that also goes with Google Sheets. Um, yeah, I was about to say uh, Microsoft or Desk Excel. But yeah, so Google Sheets also has a template too. So I will use those templates um, to create a budget. Ultimately, you need to create a budget even though you're like, oh, I'm not going to stick to it. Stick to it. Learn to stick to it. It it will help you a lot. <laughs> I will say over time, it, it gets easier. Um and then it gets hard again, but it just kind of depends. It's like a it's it's like a roller coaster for real, for real. I couldn't use Excel or like the spreadsheet version because honestly, it's <laughs> so yeah. I was gonna say it's overwhelming. I'm actually really old school. Um, I just use pen and paper. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried to get a budget journal. I didn't like it. My biggest thing that I've started out with just just to start out with because I've never learned how to budget was um just keeping track of all of my bills and writing and putting them in my calendar for when they're due and then keeping track of my income and knowing how much I have coming in so my job is not necessarily set like my paycheck isn't set in stone every week right so or every um two weeks sorry so I do know however what my base pay is if I don't do any overtime or um, get any mileage. And so I base it off of that, my base pay that I get every two weeks, which I can see my pay stubs for that. So when I base it off that, that is how I create my budget for spending. Anything extra that I get will go towards either A, me paying an extra like couple of hundred on a credit card bill or... um. Every so often, like treating myself, my biggest thing is travel. So I use that extra, those extra funds. I pay all my bills first. (laughs) My partner can tell you that as soon as that check drop at midnight, I go ahead and pay off every single bill that is due. That is the best part of budgeting. And that is, that is how I know how much I have, even if it's not like going to pull yet. Cause I have some that are auto pay because you know, AT&T gave you $10 off if you auto pay. Yeah. Don't tell them I told you that, but like <laughs> I go ahead and pay that early because the bill didn't change. Um, I'll go ahead and pay that early. I'll go ahead and pay, um, things that weren't due until maybe like a couple of days later. So that way I know for a fact, all my shit paid for it. So now I have this money that I can use to have fun um, or save or whatever. Um, My biggest thing now that I'm working on, though, is actually the saving aspect of it, because I actually find that saving money is actually a lot harder than budgeting my money for like spending and for bills. Saving the money is the hardest part. So trying to figure out what percentage 
of my check I want to put in savings, um, if I want to base it off of my base check or if I want to base it off of whatever money I have left after bills are paid is usually what I try to go by because I still like to, I, I hate the fact that we have to do all of this shit and we just can't live our lives. Like paying for health insurance is so fucking ass, bro. Like even if it comes out of your check from your job, that shit's still ass, bro. Like taxes, taxes, other people. We shouldn't pay not damn a tax in the U.S. of A. I feel like the taxes should be part of our reparations, collected from them and then distributed to us for our payment. But actually and truly, like, other countries don't even do taxes like that in the way where we have to file taxes every year. The way their infrastructure is set up, all that tax that they would be getting is already, like, I say built in, but it's part of their infrastructure for, like, shopping and other th- and other utilities and shit to where, by, like, by the time we have tax time, the niggas just out there living. They don't have to worry about, damn, what did I do? Let me make sure I keep up with my pay stub. They don't have to worry about that. They Y'all just fucking that. live, bro. Y'all have all the information, U.S. government. You already have all the information, so why am I giving you that information at the same time? And it's yeah. wild to me. I mean, I'm sorry. That wasn't really part of budgeting, yeah, but right. like, I just That's got the, really upset because... That really like it just it just pisses me off. But the biggest thing is right now learning how to save, um, learning how to keep what you have saved in your savings account is another one. Yeah, um, talk about that. Yeah, like big because uh, it's it's easy to and sometimes life just happens and you kind of have to chip away at it. But like that's definitely what I'm working on now. Budgeting, <laughs> I think I've started to kind of get the gist of it because I just handwrite everything and I put it down and I do all my things. It's the saving aspect that I'm working on because I'm like, oh, well, I got this amount of money to spend. So let's see what we're going to do with this and how we're going to treat ourselves this month without putting some money aside before doing so. So that's that's where I'm kind of at. Yeah, um, With my budgeting, so... I've gone through a lot of things because I like organization. I've written down my stuff a lot. Um, I have had budget journals that I would not pay attention to. I currently have my planner and my budget planner on my iPad. So I do it digitally. Um, There's another way I used to do it. Like I said, Excel sheets. Mm-hmm. Um, all that I have man all- I remember when you sent me your excel sheet one time Why? y'all I looked at that shit and said fuck it I'm not budgeting shit I don't want to I like colors I like like I still do colors even my planner my planner is very like color coordinated and stuff like that so I like my planners to sometimes or my budget sometimes to be like color coordinated I kind of stopped that now that I'm doing digital because of the way that I the template that I kind of bought which is from a person. I also follow YouTube people that go over their planners and things of that nature, like budgets, regular. I'm very big on organization. I actually really love organization in that sense. Um, So I did a lot of that. Um, Like I said earlier, I used to be able to really budget very well. I was very good at saving money. Very good. And then I got this job and I was doing pretty good at first. And then I just stopped. I mean, like I just completely like it didn't even didn't even cross my mind to put money into my savings. I would probably have so much savings if I actually continued that after I graduated college. 
but I just never did it. Oh, I also used apps. Um, I used the Mint app at one point. I used Good Budget app at one point. All of these you can find. I know definitely on the App Store. I don't know about Google Play, but you, I'm sure you can find those in the Google Play too. Yeah, you can. Um, I was gonna say because I used to have Mint on my phone. Yeah. Um, and I liked it. It was also it's because it's connected to Truit. Um, yeah, I liked it. Which is connected to uh, uh what is it? Credit Karma, I believe. Also, yeah. and then TurboTax. Um, and I think one other thing. So they all like interconnect. So, so for instance, if you do your taxes on TurboTax, all your bank. Yeah, I would say. And once you connect all your banks, like if you like, like I said, if for instance, you have TurboTax and you do your taxes, like you can go into Mint and all of that will also show you like how it, it's cool how they kind of work together. I liked Mint. Um, I don't use Mint anymore. I actually use um, it used to be called Truebill, but now it's called oh, Rocket. Yeah. And so oh, I use, did take over it. Mm-hmm. And so I use Rocket um sometimes. I honestly though, I like I've really found that like yes, it 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 is helpful. You have to kind of go in and remind like change things so that it actually flows pretty seamlessly, like as you should with any anything that you have to input. But I've really truly found that me using pen and paper has been like the most beneficial to me. And so as much as I wanted to be like tech savvy with it, um, the most techie that I am is having a separate calendar on Google that I named my financial calendar. And that's where I put all of the due dates for all of my bills. So I know when they come out and then I have all of the dates that I get paid, whether it be from my main job or from all of the gigs that I do, because I know I'm going to get paid either right before I, I perform or right after. Um, except for the Blues Project, I usually they they have a they also have a payroll system every week, but that's not that big a deal. The point is, I know that it's coming in, so um, I do it like that. And when I can see it, it I guess it's still sort of techie because I see it on my phone, but it's not using an app, right? Right. Yeah, because I um, can't do apps. <laughs> I, apps I just are it for me but it's it, but I know some people who thrive using apps just like I know some people thrive using a fucking excel sheet I don't have the I don't have the patience to keep okay I don't want to <laughs> I'm sorry bro but the excel sheet really blew me and it wasn't because it wasn't a good like budget oh, sheet because it was it's me having it's the lines it's overwhelming <laughs> like that kind of lines are overwhelming I don't know uh it presents differently in black women that's all I'm gonna say but like also um I think it really was just the fact that like I have to consciously remember mm -hmm. to go and like log into my phone like with the google sheets which I hate using excel and google sheets on your phone that's just ass they need oh. a better platform for it it's fucking horrible I hate it but whatever um or like getting on my computer and remembering to, like to put it in. That's just, I, I, I'm not built. Okay. I'm not built. And that's why it's overwhelming. It's not over. If I just print it out and write that shit out. Cool. Fine, yeah. I'm fine. But that's to have to, to physically go in and do it. Okay. At the time I have a printer and I wasn't going to go pay to print. So I, that's why I was overwhelmed. But also too, she had it color coded. Which is great, right? But if I don't color code it in a way that makes sense to me, I it it like but it change the color. I could have, but looking at it overwhelmed me so much I didn't even want to bother touching. No, like literally, I sent it to her. She said, "Yeah, no." Like, 
it was so much happening at one time i didn't even want to look at like it has tag i don't know y'all it it's just lovely and then weekly <laughs> it's so, when i say it's beautiful it it's beautiful it's a really beautiful budget also i can't do a weekly budget i'm not there yet i just started with a monthly budget and that's what works for me and actually it's probably more well i have my bills laid out for the month but as far as like a budget for how much i spend that's really check by check still um and honestly that's but i have found ever since i started doing like my bills which is why we are kind of talking about it because it really is little by little um i i have money left over in my account that rolls over each pay period and each pay period unless like an emergency happens more and more rolls over so i am seeing like that i'm doing a lot better about it instead of just being like at like three dollars in my account and then i'm waiting till friday and i'm just pushing my car on like a quarter tank of gas like now i mean and like i said it's little right it's not a, a huge thing but like now i might have at a minimum 200 left until it's my paycheck right and it's something because like like when i started doing it it would be like oh now i have 50 left over oh now i have 75 I, like every time it would go up either 25 to 50 dollars more and now i'm up to maybe like don't tell them you're bending no i'm not saying it literally i'm just saying like i'm trying to think of a number that made sense because i had just said 200 so like now it's like somewhere like 200 to 225 somewhere in there maybe i don't know but the point is like it's a number that if something were to happen whatever emergencies I have happen it's enough left that I would usually it's enough to cover it unless it's my car my car is expensive that's okay. neither here nor there but, but like no that I didn't buy the car correct it was, uh, gifted. It was gifted like with budgets so like I used to be good at Excel I can't do it anymore I don't know my me getting older my attention span I just can't do it so I actually haven't touched I've tried to do an Excel I've done a little bit of myself, funny enough. I actually just did a Google Sheets like two weeks ago. But that was you for like business and stuff. But it's like usual kind of thing. I have switched this year. I've been trying to do digital planner. Um, and I did a digital um financial planner. So I have two of those that on my laptop, um, and everything. I'm not my laptop, my um iPad and everything. So I use my iPad literally as my planner now. Um, so go and give it minor monthly because I can't do weekly anymore. I've tried to do weekly. I'm not at that level yet. I just, for some reason, weekly is just really difficult for me. So I'm just good at monthly. So that's what I'm trying to do monthly. Um, other stuff that I've started to learn, um, that helps me. So like Taylor says, like on my financial planner, it has like the monthly view, just like a regular calendar. And then each, and then each month has like, a whole like list where you can like list it down you can just put like little icons or whatever on the calendar so that's what i do i bought a bunch of stickers i like stickers it is what it is i like color coding stickers i i need it to be nice so helps from my organization so i do that as well as i just started doing this this year actually this is another thing i just started doing this year and my reminders on my phone i put in whenever my bills are due because usually bill days, they change like maybe a day or two or something like that, but they're usually around the same. So I put them as reminders with the date attached to it of like, pay your whatever bill. So I have that on top of my planner. So I cannot miss that I need <laughs> to pay <laughs> or to skip this 
or whatever, whatever, whatever. So I have those reminders in my phone because I am very bad at looking at something and thinking I did something and then moving on. Very bad at that. Um, So I have to remind myself like, hey, pay this bill. Now, granted, I have stuff on auto pay. I'm going to have to change that soon. But I have stuff on auto pay. I have taken a lot of stuff either off. I ain't auto paying shit, okay? I am not ever going to be that level of My girl. problem is I forget stuff. So I have put stuff on auto pay. My main thing, which is another thing about kind of budgeting that I learned from some people we're going to talk about, I have different accounts for different things. And while it sounds overwhelming, it's actually extremely helpful. So like I have a regular checking account. I have a bills checking account. And these are checking accounts I already had. I just split them up. So like I have a bills checking account with a bank that I had, I've had for years. Um, and then I have a regular account where my paycheck goes into. As soon as my paycheck goes into it, I immediately I already have those calculations about around about how much I need to move into my checking. I immediately move it to my bills checking account and boom. And then I have two savings account. I have a regular savings account and I have a sinking funds account. Uh, oh, Okay. Just did that. Um, but because say this I, new. Yeah, I just did the sinking funds account. I haven't gotten I haven't really touched it that much. But and I did the sinking funds account, especially with like Ally Bank, which is an online bank, because you can move your stuff into buckets. So like if you're saving for a vacation, you can move that money into that account and then move it into that specific bucket so that you know how much you got going on stuff so i'm doing that um i haven't really looked at it in a minute i actually need to probably do that tonight um and so i'm getting kind of better with my personal again but now i'm a business owner and i am doing horrendous so Mm -mm. (laughs) please (laughs) with that i'm doing very bad so i kind of have to start back at ground zero and figure that out but those are just some things about creating a budget it it will really help you it will really, really help you to just sit. Like, it's overwhelming, but sitting down and be like, this is what I'm paying for. This is where it has to go. It will help you out in the long run. It might be stressful that night or that day that you do it, but the rest of the month, you're good to go. And there's too many stresses in this world to be stressing about that. Plus, it's too much. But that's a little bit about budget. So the next way you can be fiscally, fiscally yeah, Fiscally responsible. Fiscally responsible. Becoming financially literate. As we know, our school system in the U.S. fails us on a constant basis. They don't teach Every us. Every day. Yeah. Nothing. But they're doing a little bit better now because I have younger siblings and they're actually, they have classes and I was like, they never did that for us and they've gone to the exact same schools I've been to my entire life. So they're doing better, but I'm sure that these children aren't paying attention because they don't teach you it until high school. That doesn't make any sense. So a couple of things that our generation has to learn, we have to learn it on our own. So um, a couple of things that has helped me, um, the first thing that has, well, a couple of things is podcasts. I like listening to podcasts. Um, articles, if you follow certain like pages, they have like mm-hmm. articles like I... I am a tech person on the surface level. So I follow like Afrotech, which they talk about any black businesses, any black tech, any black financial, whatever. They talk about that. So 
accounts like that, I read for blogs. And then also books. I don't have any financial books, but I have them on my list because that just feels like educational reading. And that's the reason why I don't read now because I used to love reading, as you can see. But I don't read that much because educationally, they made us do it all the time and now I don't want it. So I'm trying to get back in the love of reading before I buy these financial how-to books kind of thing. Um, but just to talk about podcasts, um, I listen to... At three save, there's one I really, really listen to. So the one that's helped me the most and that actually introduced me and helped me with my business that I own, Earn Your Leisure. My cousin put me onto them because I want to say he went to school with them or something like that. I can't remember exactly what the reason was, but he put me onto that because I was always talking to him about like how I was struggling. And so Earn Your Leisure, about two niggas from New York, and they literally... They teach so much. It's ridiculous. Um, and I, they also bring in guests, a lot of guests. And the guests, let me tell you, they be dropping gems after gems after gems. You can listen to them on Apple Podcasts. Actually, anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can listen to them. They also are on YouTube. You can literally watch their podcasts as well. And on top of them having their regular Earn Your Leisure podcast, they also have like this small part. They, they also have like this separate podcast that you can watch on YouTube or listen called Market Mondays, where they talk about literally the financial market. They talk about investments. They talk about all that jazz. It's very insightful. I used to listen to them on a daily but then I, my head started to hurt. So I had to like take a break. But they also host uh, Invest Festival, which is literally like a festival where you can learn about investing, about business, about money, all that kind of stuff. Really? Yes, they have it in Georgia. Um, I wanted to go last year, couldn't do it. I'm debating if I'm going this year. Hope I can afford it. Um, and they have really big like headlining guests. Last year was Tyler Perry. I want to say the week before, I mean, the year before was Steve Harvey. Um, this year is Diddy. And Steve Harvey is still going to be there. Um, <laughs> so I really want to go because- When is it? Uh, I just had it up. Let me see. I just had it up. Let me look. It's August 25th through the 27th. And you can buy mm-hmm. tickets. They literally have a lineup, like the tickets. I want to say the cheapest ticket is like 200. Yeah, like general admission is 250 for the early bird price and this is a true festival so it's friday saturday and sunday so like this is a real they have a lot of industry experts you can network with professionals you can grow your business you can make uh do a lot of networking it's really 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 cool so i've been wanting to go for a couple years um well for like last year and i think they did it the year before i can't remember but i know definitely last year i wanted to go um, and I was upset I missed it because Tyler Perry was there and I was trying to do a twofold because y'all know how I am. But um, yeah. so that's pretty cool. Black Equity Podcast is another podcast I've saved. I haven't listened to. I actually just saved them. And Brown Ambition are two Black women talking about finances. Um, one of the women is called the Budget Nista. Let me tell you. She will help you out. <laughs> yes. Like Taylor said earlier, uh, Who was that woman you sent me on YouTube? The budgetista, probably. Mm-mm, not just her. It was another one. Um, what was it about? Job? It's okay. I'll find her later. But what was it about? It was um because I was looking for something to, to do budgeting, and I had wound up. Oh, you know what? I found her on my own because 
no i found her on my own because you sent you sent me her too mm-hmm. um i wanted to see somebody use the budget planner that i had bought because i was really trying to figure out what's the best way to like really utilize this stupid motherfucker and um i happened to, i happened across her because i happened across a couple of people and i was specifically looking for somebody black and i happened across her and <laughs> she was she was great i still get like i still watch some of her videos from time to time because she's married um and so she kind of talks about how like budgeting like as a as a unit um how that works as like within the marriage and like the different kinds of ways they tried to pay off their well not try they did pay off their debt um and all of this with her being like a school teacher now budgetista i think and there's a there's actually a lot of um black women who um show us how to budget that are educators and it's actually interesting um Cause when I saw it, I was like, "God damn, who else ain't a school teacher out this?" Yeah, educators do not make money. Let me tell you, at all, at all. But and we'll link the people we're talking about. These are like YouTube uh, videos that we listen to. We'll link them down below. Uh, like we mentioned, the Budgetista Shay Budgets is one of them that I listen to. That's where I got my financial planner from. Um, and Taylor was the other lady that she's talking about as well. <laughs> the other lady. <laughs> It feels so oh, wrong. <laughs> I swear, it feels so wrong because it's the. I... <laughs> but we'll definitely link them down below because let me tell you, they be helping. They go into they like they don't go into their business into their business, but they go into their business where you could base yourself mm. off of theirs. It's really say, nice. ma'am. I really, really appreciate you for all that you do. I really do. I'm so sorry. I cannot think of your YouTube channel at this moment in time, but I'm going to find you before the end of this episode, and I'm going to post you in these in these um in these um description boxes because you need to know who you are. Okay. Becoming financially literate just goes on to like you said the podcast, YouTube articles, um books. Um, I'll list the books that I have on my list. Um, it's good. Get good with money with Tiffany Alashe. I want to say it's Alashe. That's the budgetista, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, Black Girls Guide to Financial Freedom. I just found this and I saved it in the money manual. Um, Financial Freedom. Black Girls Guide to Financial Freedom is by Paris Woods, and the money manual is by Tanya Rapley or Rapley. Like I said, I'm gonna put this in the description box below. But those are some books you can also look into. As you can see, for the book specifically, we chose Black women. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, yeah. And then to the last one, like we were, we've already kind of touched on improved financial situation, like look at your budget, determine what changes you can make just to save money. Like Taylor talked a lot about how this actually helped her literally in real time. Um, start a savings. Um, I Like I said, saving account has saved me, literally. Um, savings account actually helped me start my business. Um, I use my own capital to start my business. Was that a smart idea? Regretting it right now, but it's going to work out for me. And I'm It quite- is. It definitely is. But that my savings account very much helped me start my business. Uh, my savings account has helped me pay rent and bills. Um, so it helps to start saving, even if it's a dollar a day, even if it's a dollar a paycheck, that's that still will start accumulating. And just like Taylor said, adding savings when you have extra money, it helps a lot. And then- uh, education, education, education is just like becoming financially literate. We just talked about that. Like, we're going to have to educate ourselves, especially if you're a millennial, you're going to have to educate yourself. Nobody taught us. It just is what it is. We're just that group of people. Nobody really taught us about financial literacy. The people older than us, well, actually, millennials and the ones before us, I don't remember what they're called. My bad. 
Gen X, I think. Mm -hmm. Generation X. So Gen X and millennials, didn't nobody teach us shit. Okay. And then the baby boomers all like, oh, I don't know how y'all can afford this because your house was $2. Shut up. So it just is what it is. So us Gen X and millennials, well, us millennials, y'all Gen X people, we have to teach ourselves. And that's how you become financially literate is just by some of the things that we brought out earlier. Um, and then the last thing that we didn't talk about was set goals. Oh, now, but what? No, no, no. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh. Uh, so for setting goals, this can be when you're budgeting. This could be a whole different time. I always say, and with setting goals, set time aside to budget and budget before the month starts. You have to do it. I'm very bad at that. However, comma, I'm trying to do better because you need to budget before the month starts so that you know what you need to be doing May 1st. I was going to say, because I do mine and I didn't do it last month, so I'm actually behind as well. But normally I do mine at the end of the month going into the new month. Exactly. Um, and that helps you because like I said, that's how I'm able to see money rolling over. So I know what I'm going to get. Um at least base pay for me. I know at least what I'm getting base pay and then anything on top of that will go towards something else. Thankfully, when I've added everything up for my bills for the month, it pays for everything. Now, am I a happy camper with what's left over if I don't do overtime? Fuck no. Yeah. However, <laughs> I do know that at least my bills are paid and they're covered. Um, but that is a big thing, like with setting goals, because you could set your goal for the month, right? Because I always said that my goal for the month um, as to now is to at least have $200 left over before my next, like my my paycheck for the end of the month um, going into the new month. Um, there's a couple of other goals you can set, like if you wanted to travel the following month. Okay, so then this month, um, you'll need to start planning out what you're going to do each week. How much money can you spend per day? Mm -hmm. um, that's a good way to break it down also from what I've learned. Um, that's actually how with one of my, well, with my job, how I help other individuals when we plan their money management because they have way much less income than me um, <laughs> due to things, right? So we are like, okay, so let's break it down like this. Even if we're not going to save, Let's go ahead and talk about how much you made. And then we're going to divide that by seven days. If you get paid weekly, this is how much money you can spend each day. Now you may not go and spend money every day, which means you can spend more money on one day than you would on the next because you're not going somewhere every day. But this will help you keep track of being able to have money left over till your next check. And so you're not broke come for six days because you spend it on the seventh day. Whoa. Stuff like that. Sorry. You just, you just reminded me of it though. No, no. Other, my biggest goals are always travel. <laughs> so when I'm putting my budget together for the month, I'm making sure that I do. So I have what's like called a growth checking and then a savings account. Um, so it's like a short-term savings and then a long-term savings. And so my short-term savings, I keep money in there for when I'm preparing for a trip. Um, and that lets me, that kind of keeps me, or if I'm preparing to buy this like fucking music equipment, like I just did, <laughs> um, things that I really want to save up to buy, that's what I use it for. And that's how I set my goals. Cause I've been wanting to get all these things since January. Um, but I didn't know where to start. I got all of my information from a trusted friend in March. 
by the end of May, I had all of my equipment and that's because I was able to budget it out plus able to get my dress and shoes and things for the ball. So like, it's possible. It's very much possible. Oh, thank you. (laughs) When I say it's possible, it really is. You just have to set those goals and you have to be firm in your goals. Do not, let me tell you, you have to have discipline. That's the biggest thing is discipline. The strongest thing possible for you to even get some type of Mm -hmm. discipline possible and i know a lot of people that are not disciplined whatsoever same <laughs> so i'm trying to get back at being physically responsible i was good at one point and it's just mm-mm. but that's why we're talking to you guys because we are learning and we are going through this journey with you guys because we are grown and we deserve to not be stressed about money every single day. It's ridiculous. Every single day. It's always something. Always something. Because we live in the U.S. So we can't really avoid it, but we can help us give us at least some type of leeway or some type of net that when we start panicking, we can look and be like, oh, we're okay. Correct. So yeah, let us know how you'd be budgeting and shit and if it's correct, if it's helping you. I was gonna say and then talk about like how you probably haven't budgeted and like what's your journey looking like um we'd love to hear it as we're all learning if you have some fun helpful tips or just helpful tips they ain't gotta be fun um <laughs> you know help a sister out help some sisters out you know Please. for real for real like give us give us your feedback because it's hard out here bro and it gets harder I feel like for our generation because everything is shite and it's 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 sad it's ridiculous like I, it's ridiculous and it i don't think we deserve this and we didn't ask for this but adulting sucks but we might as well make the most of what we are forced into and that's why i make my money and save it to travel exactly. and do music so be out in these streets you know this summer plan so that you can be out in these streets this summer because you still got time you know like may is still spring and i need y'all to remember that you know so we got time we got time still be out in the summer you know and it don't get cold until like october so we're fine (laughs) we'll be okay now is this me telling me myself yes because it's my birthday month and you have to encourage yourself but it is her birthday (laughs) month so she definitely got to encourage herself i don't know what i'm doing and a lot of that is because of financial so but yeah, that's the end of the episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. Let I us know. Hope you guys enjoyed. Um, and we'll talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye. What up, guys? I'm here to bring you another Black Fact of the Week. And this week, we're actually going to be talking about the first Black-owned and operated bank. And I say Black-owned and operated bank because there's actually two. So, among the first banks was Capital Savings Bank of Washington, D.C., which opened on October 17, 1888, just to provide credit and capital to black business interests within the black community, because as you know, during that time, the white banks were definitely not trying to give us any money or let us hold any money in any vicinity close to theirs. So, Capital was one of 134 black-owned and operated banks established between 1888 in 1917. 
And although the savings bank of the Grand Fountain United Order of True Reformers is referred to as the first Black-owned and operated bank, Capital Savings Bank takes the first to open spot. So True Reformers was certified in March 1888, but they didn't open for business until 1889. However, Capital Savings Bank opened to the public October 17th, 1888. So they won the title by like a switch. <laughs> So capital savings quickly stimulated the creation and expansion of black entrepreneurship and enterprise in Washington, D.C. by providing capital for grocery stores, bakeries, cleaning establishments, catering businesses, and other establishments in the black community. And within four years, capital deposits reached $300,000. So such confidence by the community resulted in the bank positively impacted the local black community and that support made the bank strong enough to ride out of the panic of 1893 and remain strong and open until it closed in 1902. So just a little tidbit about how us black people been running shit, been fiscally responsible and been running the game. So definitely check out more about Capital Savings Bank as well as the Grand Fountain United Order of True Reformers Bank. Because both of those are very interesting, and it's quite interesting that they both were located in Washington, D.C., and I was actually watching something earlier that said Washington, D.C. is actually the black mecca and not Atlanta. So, I want to hear your opinion on that. Let me know, because I haven't been to D.C. yet. But definitely check out Capital Savings Bank and the Grand Fountain United Order of True Reformers. And that is your Black Fact of the Week. Hey, guys! Next week, tune in for our regularly scheduled shenanigans. Let us know what you're interested in hearing this season on our social media. That's Instagram and Facebook at Vitamelanin Podcast. You can find all of our information in the episode description. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music slash Audible. <gasps> but wait, guys, go into your Google search engine, type in Vitamelanin Podcast, and you'll see we actually have way more platforms. We have become international and that is incredibly insane we cannot thank you enough for your continued support there's so much in store for this podcast and having you along for the ride is incredibly important and appreciated from the bottom of our hearts vitamelon and podcast thanks you now you know he's gonna give you a black business of the week <laughs> so let's jump straight in the Black Business of the Week is called TaxWiz. It is a Black-owned company that offers tax preparation services, and they are located in Birmingham, Alabama. How cool is that? So they're committed to maintaining a high level of integrity and professionalism with all of their clients and revolutionaries while providing accurate information and quality services and products you need to reach your goals. So they are a company that provides tax preparation and innovative solutions to individuals and small businesses like bookkeeping and things like that, that are looking for success with the supportive teams focused on excellent client and customer service. So let me tell you, I personally have used them this year during tax season. I do not do my own taxes because I am afraid of federal prison, okay? And I don't think I know what I'm doing. And considering that I have so much going on within my professional life, I just, I keep it with the professionals. So I definitely tried out TaxWiz this year and it was so quick. I uploaded all my information in their system. I want to say within a week, I got a call and they did the whole preparation. They had to actually edit some things because I had put in some 
things for my business wrong and got me a very good tax refund. All right, guys, they were very, very quick. They were very knowledgeable. The person that helped me, we were on a call. He gave me all the information. He was there for me if I had any questions. It was just an overall fantastic experience. I wasn't sure and I was a little nervous. You know me, I'm about my black businesses. So I wanted to give them a try because usually I go on H&R Block. But I'm definitely recommending TaxWiz and will continue to use them in the future, even more for tax preparation. I might use it for bookkeeping and other things for my business. So definitely shout out to TaxWiz. You can see them at TaxWiz.com. We'll have their website in the description box below. Definitely shout out to TaxWiz and that is your black business of the week. Vitamelanin is not advised for the ones who do not want to circulate money within the black community. Side effects may include watching countless YouTube videos for budget help, reading books on wealth and getting a headache, writing out your income and expenses just to throw it away to avoid stress, constantly going through job listings on LinkedIn, making vision boards to envision a better life, stacking your money whether it's coins or dollars, looking up deals and discounts for everything before you buy, having an extra frugal mindset even when you don't have to, and ultimately saying fuck it with budgeting and regretting it later. If these symptoms persist, consult your inner financial advisor, the divine and reputable black one.